0: Thursday morning back on your favorite talk show, not just in New York City, but around the country at Sid and Friends in the morning right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And you know that the man that follows me every weekday morning at 10 o'clock is Brian Kilmeade. Also does a tremendous job, Fox and Friends, on Fox News every weekday morning. And I love his Saturday night show, but on it many, many times. It's called One Nation, 8 p.m. on Saturday night. So here he is, my main man, Brian Kilmeade. Happy Thursday, Brian. Now your main man is Eric Adams. Am I correct? Uh, that is so incorrect. I don't talk to Eric Adams <laughs> anymore. I mean, we um, that thing died about six weeks ago. And what's funny is well, he reached out to me because somebody in his crew made him aware that. You know, Sid's being kind of critical, the whole illegals, so don't call them migrants, the whole illegal mess. And so he reached out to me, and it was right after he called that lady, the Holocaust survivor, a slave owner, whatever she said. And um, we had about two days of really intense text conversations. And he ended it with, I'm going to come back on. We're going to iron this thing out. We're going to go for lunch, all these things. That was about six weeks ago. I haven't heard from him Haven't heard from Fabian Levy in City Hall. He's been to Israel. He's been to the Hamptons. No thank you, Brian. At this point, I don't wish him bad. He's not a bad guy, but he is a crappy mayor.
1: That's my opinion. I'll put it this way. This whole illegal immigrant thing fighting. Now he's fighting with the Democratic president. He's fighting with the Democratic governor. The Democratic governor goes to visit the president and can't get a meeting with a guy who works 15 minutes a day who is actually in the building but doesn't come in to talk to the New York governor. Even though she's unpopular and incompetent, for Democrats, she's fine. And for him not to walk in and say, what's the problem, is unbelievable. While they blame New York for the problem, at the very least, we all agree that this was bestowed on us because of the sanctuary city status and the right to shelter. But both things could have been addressed by your former friend. And at least brought public to get some support behind it with 122 businesses, uh, major corporations and CEOs like Jamie Dimon writing a letter saying we're being overwhelmed here and we need some money for financing because life in America, life in New York City is getting hellacious because you will not enforce the border. And the president takes it so serious he doesn't even show up for a meeting. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. They say, uh, Sid, for three years it's going to cost us 12 billion. dollars. Now we got 19,000 illegal immigrant kids in our schools, unvaccinated with backpacks that we give them and homework they're going to be doing at everybody's favorite hotel.
0: No, it's hard to believe. And I actually did something last week that I never do. In fact, I make fun of these people I protested. I went to two different Brooklyn rallies with Curtis Saliba, uh one at uh, Floyd Bennett Field last Tuesday night, one in the Toys R Us parking lot on Flapper Avenue last Thursday, and people are pissed. On Staten Island with Nicole Malliotakis and Vito Fosella and Joe Borelli, they want to secede at this point. They've had enough. So I don't think Eric Adams and Kathy Hochul and all these folks really understand how fed up. New
1: Yorkers are, we are pissed. So, I, I, Staten Island, do not leave without Long Island, uh, because we'd be a formidable state, uh, please. And then we'll grab Shelter Island, and then we'll, we'll um, take over the world. Uh, so we'll have one flag, <laughs> we'll have a, our own state flag, and let New York's upstate New York and New York City fend for themselves. I get taxed here in New York City, and I don't have a vote on anything.
0: Yeah, you mentioned uh, Long Island and Peter King was on just yesterday. And believe me when I tell you, you know this, you're a Nassau County guy. You are not that far away from where these illegals have already been dropped off. And I know your county executive, Bruce Blakeman, he's been adamant over my dead body. But you got to figure at some point it's going to be you,
1: too. Are you terrified of that? I wouldn't say terrified. I'm aggravated. it's just a it's a misuse of our funds because of a policy this clown in the White House put forward to open up our borders. Whatever you thought about Trump, he did everything possible to rein it in, pushing back against Congress who didn't. They used to used to scare Republicans to say if you keep cracking down on the border, they're gonna the message is going to be you don't like Hispanics. And then the American Hispanics community said, "Are you kidding me?" We came here the right way. We want some type of law and order. We pay our taxes. We don't take that offensive. We're not idiots. And now they don't even have a narrative except for incompetence. And thinking that America sucks so much that it doesn't matter. We'll be better off if we could just get everybody's refugees and citizens. Meanwhile, two days ago, what do we find out? ISIS-affiliated groups doing human smuggling. Are you going to tell me there's no ISIS here? Are you going to tell me there's no Chinese nationals here ready to strike should China look to invade? Are you kidding me how angry the Russians are at us? They have not uh, perforated the border? It's insane. This is why this guy can't be president anymore.
0: No, you're right. And you would think 11 days away from the 22-year commemoration of 9-11, we'd be more sensitive to those things you just spoke about. He can't be president, and nobody here in New York has stepped up either. We've talked about Hochul's failure to meet with the president yesterday, Adams and Hochul fighting back and forth. And I got to tell you, Curtis Sliwa is on my show every morning. In fact, he's coming up next. I love him. I think he's doing God's work for all New Yorkers. But for the mayor... For the mayor in the midst of this mess to call out Curtis Slewa, called him a buffoon a couple of days ago, and spend time talking about Curtis Slewa that tells you just how fragile Mayor Eric Adams is.
1: He's got three donors that are now uh, looked into, might be arrested shortly, though, over the summer. Another big story in the New York Post today. Uh, they had a big fundraiser for Eric Adams. They brought m- millions of dollars in, and all three uh, could be up on charges shortly. And guess what New York is focusing on? Donald Trump's organization, Letitia James, doesn't want a trial, says the evidence is so overwhelming that he inflated his income that we want to uh, start legislating him and preventing him from doing business in New York. Really? Not one bank says he hasn't paid everybody back with interest. There's not one uh, person walking coming forward, saying that Donald Trump uh, robbed me of money. They, have, uh, they were looked up to when he was hosting The Apprentice. They were begged to take over skating rinks and golf courses by mayors in New York City. And now Letitia James thinks enemy number one is Donald Trump. If you don't smell politics in this, while well, we watch the smashing grabs and the locking up on CVS's and the closing down of businesses, we're, we're focusing on Donald Trump in Fulton County, Donald Trump in New York City. It is absolutely insane what's going on here. I just hope independents listening to us right now or undecideds or moderates say, hey, you, Lee Zeldin got you to the polls two years ago. Why don't you let your voice be heard about the things we discussed, that it's not even a policy debate? These things are done with your money, against your will and against your better interests, unless you show up and vote that you're angry for a party that at least will listen and try to do the things necessary to make your life better, this will only continue.
0: Well, now that you mentioned Donald Trump, that gives me the opportunity to promote that uh, President Trump is back with me tomorrow, coming up at 840 tomorrow morning, second time in a couple of months. And uh, we'll talk about all the things you just talked about, all these indictments. And, you know, the real question is, Brian, the folks out there that love him like I do, the worry is, is he going to jail? Is he going to be really pulled away? You know, the day before Super Tuesday, he may be in court. So the question is, can Donald Trump, based upon all this nonsense, run a fair campaign? And can he govern? Because
1: there is a possibility he could be in jail. What are your thoughts? I, I just can't. I can't see the guy going to jail. There's problems with all these cases. What they're trying to do is uh, the pain is the process and they're trying to bankrupt him. And as he gets his team together and they fight this out and uh, he's got four different major cases and two civil cases, they're trying to bankrupt him. I mean, they're trying to prevent him from earning an income in New York City. Uh, They are trying to uh, hit him personally. I'm not sure what the money situation is, but why would he need a bail bondsman if you want to give Rudy Giuliani some support? Uh, Why would you have a fundraiser and not just write him a check? So I'm wondering, I mean, that's what they're trying to do, because if you talk to the experts and you do all the time, you know, Arthur Idell is your buddy. There's problems with all these cases. They're anything but airtight. There's precedent on his side everywhere. I talked to Jim Trusty. He says, if this guy's represented correct, he's going to beat the documents case. He's just got to be he's got to get the right lawyers with the right, you know, and they got to get money. So that's my worry, more than him governing from prison, and he's not going to be on the campaign trail. He is going to be in trial, which will hurt the country, because Joe Biden will no longer have to campaign against him. Joe Biden will say, hey, listen, I got a country to run. My uh, opponent, if he does get the nomination, doesn't have to campaign. Why should I send Josh Shapiro out there to New Hampshire or, or to uh, Georgia, and he'll be done with it? The only thing that could get Joe Biden to be forced to campaign and he'll fall flat in his face is a Donald Trump barnstorming the nation. So and he'll in these court and this these court cases are the only thing that would stop him. Not even a pandemic. I'm telling you right now, no pandemic and no variant is going to keep this president from campaigning. It'll be court cases that say you got to show up every day.
0: You know, 60 seconds to go the great Brian Kilmeade. You mentioned Joe Biden and everybody I talked to, including Bill O'Reilly, coming up in about two hours. They are absolutely sure, absolutely sure that between, you know, his age, his dementia, and his own legal problems, there's no way Joe Biden ends up being the Democrat nominee. You disagree? The problem
1: is Joe Biden ultimately has got the – got his hand on the, the steering wheel. And unless he takes it off, and Jill would have to do that, I think that he runs... Because, you know, we could speculate on the outside, but ultimately, you know, you say, all oh, the problem with the Yankees, but you're not managing the team. Aaron Boone is still making the call on the shots. You could act like you know more. The same thing. Oh, yeah, he shouldn't run. He's too old. Absolutely. You saw Mitch McConnell freeze up the other day. You see how uh, Senator Feinstein doesn't know what state she's in. <laughs> yeah. And and now you see this president waddle his way through this Costa Rican meeting yeah, yesterday. the but, but, but index but, but, but above cards but above like and, it's the
0: Magna Carta. But above and beyond that. Right if the house gop continues to unearth all this evidence I beyond know. his dementia he, he's going
1: to be in more legal trouble maybe than trump i think so if we keep pushing and and in independence by the way or 52% say the president's now dishonest that's huge so they got to push this forward evidently you know we're hearing reports Uh, that there are tapes out there. Let's see it. I think the Shokin thing that we did over the weekend has moved this ball. Now we have emails coming out saying that Shokin was fired. Uh, Hunter did want him fired and was maneuvering with the David Boy's law firm to get rid of him. Excuse me, you told me that Shokin was fired on the behest of the world community and he wouldn't investigate Burisma. Turns out he said a different story and it's backed up by Hunter Biden's attack on Shokin. So everything that's been alleged is coming true, not with opinion, with facts.
0: Give us the lineup for your great show, One Nation, coming up 8 p.m. Saturday night on Fox News.
1: Uh, Saturday night, we're doing a best of. uh, And I'm going to have all the comedians that have been on before in the past just have some fun. And the week after, we're going to start, because it's not a rated weekend because of uh, Labor Day. But coming up on our show today, within our hours, uh, Matt Whitaker is going to be with us. Tyra's going to be with us. Mark is going to be there. And we'll have some other surprises. I'm going to talk about Hunter having influence with the Secretary of State, John Kerry. This guy visited John Kerry. He's got hundreds of emails. Hunter Biden, we expect people to believe, had no uh, Joe Biden had no idea what Hunter Biden was doing. He's meeting with the Secretary of State. This guy had more power than the Vice President, almost as much as Barack Obama. (laughs) He's
0: laughable. Hey, listen, great job as always. We'll be watching uh, One Nation on Saturday night. We'll be watching Fox and Friends this morning. We'll do this again next week. Thank you so
1: much, Brian. Uh, and I'm doing Laura Ingram tonight, so I'll be on at 7 p.m. Jesus. So you want the- a lot of Brian. Oh, my God. Go well, get good. him, Sid.
0: Oh, you too, buddy. Thank you. There he is, Brian Kilmeade. Once again, Fox and Friends this morning, filling in 7 p.m. tonight for Laura Ingram, One Nation, 8 p.m. on Saturday night, and, of course, 10 a.m. after me every weekday morning. Sid and Friends in the morning on a Thursday. We'll be right back.